This is a test of the emergency podcast system. Repeat, this is a test of the emergency podcast system. Disaster Girls is an unironic excavation of disaster movies with profiles as high as the tallest volcano and as low as the Marianas Trench. In order to ensure your safety and enjoyment, please remain calm and keep your ears locked on your hosts, myself, Jordan Gershiola, and me, Amanda Smith. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Disaster Girls. It is I, your co-host, Jordan Gershiola, and it's me, Amanda Smith. And we are back as the unauthorized official La Brea on NBC podcast. The podcast of note for this show. The the podcast of note. Yeah. I, I don't think there's I don't think there's anybody who can challenge us. I, nobody has told us that there's anybody who can challenge us. We have been talking about this. Um, and nobody has said, well, you know, so I do think we are the undisputed. I feel like if they don't have a Twitter account, then they don't have like this is our territory now. Yeah. Whether or not, they, yeah, whether or not anybody else it. wants it, this is ours. We like the people who have come in and replaced the Tongva in historical Los Angeles. We've we have taken this land. We have taken this land. I've claimed the L, the NBC or La Brea on NBC podcast handle or Twitter, sorry, Twitter handle. Yeah, it's I feel like now. we are the plot we would exist on in 10,000 BC would be wherever NBC is located. Is that like going to be on the universal lot? Like, yeah, like we yeah. are, we have, we are on the plot of land where the universal lot sits in 10,000 BC. Yeah. We've made our little, our little huts right there in the, <laughs> in the old town square that they used from back to the future. Yeah. <laughs> and speaking of the Tongva. Yeah. You were right. You called it that, that there, that's what, that's what we should be seeing in this timeline yeah. and where that is. And this, this is a, uh, a, a, a people that has now been acknowledged by the show in episode four. Thank God. I'm so relieved that we've finally gotten some clarity on who these people are, that they speak English, that we immediately see like some blonde blue eyed people. Yeah. Um, I was, I was deeply relieved that we weren't going to go. I, Cause I feel like, you know, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, that mm -hmm. might not have been the case. No, uh, completely. I think that would have just been, let's uh, paint a bunch of white people up and have them be this indigenous culture. Yeah. I mean, look, I still definitely had a moment of pause and terror when the first time we see the, the huts, we heard like drums and windpipes. Yeah. <laughs> like. I don't often listen to soundtracks. I don't pay attention to the backing music. I'm so mm -hmm. sorry to those of you who that is your profession. Sure. You do, I'm sure you do a lovely job. I never pay attention to it. But in that moment, I heard it and I just like my whole body stopped. And I was just like, let's. Oh, no. Do we have to do tribal drums? Yeah. <laughs> but apparently it's just like a burning man situation. So I guess that makes me feel better. It is a burning man situation that it does like and I'm, I'm watching Yellow Jackets right now enthusiastically on yes. time. and I'm, I'm watching this and I'm seeing this group of people uh, who have become settlers in 10,000 BC. Um, perhaps they are people who've crashed through from another sinkhole mm -hmm. from the present day and formed a society. I'm like, well, it seems like I'm wondering, like, did they did they yellow jacket at a certain point and have to come back? from the brink with cannibalism and all that stuff and then form kind of a civilization, like an early civilization, or did they, you know, 
did they uh, skip past the yellow jacketing and not go the route of eating other humans and hunting them? Uh, I'm I'm wondering more about their story and finding what is it? Silas? Is that the old guy? I'm sure. It feels like an old guy name. Maybe maybe that's the old man who we keep. We've I think we've kept seeing anytime we've seen the camp from a point of view of an outsider where it's like, ooh, they're being watched. And we've seen the guy yeah. in the very well-groomed fur coat with the red hand definitely embroidered on the back. I think that's been this grandfather looking guy. It has I been. I think his name is Silas. And he is he is doing the most with the minimum amount of screen time that he is getting so far. Like he gives a good scowl. Oh yeah. He's he glowering. Is angry. He's glowering. Yeah. We've got a real character on our hands in the red hand tribe. Yes. It's uh he knows how to look menacing from a distance. Yeah. He looks menacing up close at one point. It's just, <laughs> yeah. we get a lot of sort of stoic glaring and which is really all you want from a mysterious tribe of yeah. like, mysterious like accumulation. So one thing I was thinking, and I should have mentioned this beforehand as like mm. a pod, you know, but I was thinking that maybe instead of doing, you know, how we normally do, what is this really about? We haven't had something to, to supplement that. Right. I was thinking it'd be fun for us to do like, what are our wildest guesses for episode seven and eight? I mean, we might as well. We might as well. Cause it's like, well, why not? So especially since this is a fast we- moving show. Right. So this is a fast moving affair on it, La Brea this NBC. This show does not slow down. So no. I was thinking that maybe we could do that. So, you know, we can we can kind of play with our theories on that later, you know, as we get a little later, um, because we've gotten a lot of breadcrumbs. <laughs> yeah. So there's, many. There's no so many loaves, loose ends no around us found, but there's breadcrumbs. We we also get what I found to be a satisfying, annoying thing about this episode, which is we get to see Josh be the little piece of shit that I've been assuming he is. Oh, yeah. He goes like little bitch boy when he like makes a pass at the only other girl his own age in the show. She's not even his age. She's oh, older. Yeah, she's like a, she's older. She's in college because she dropped pre-med, as we know. Yeah. And she says you're still in high school. Yeah. And she's right. Mm-hmm. And he gets all pissy. When she doesn't like respond well to his advance. And it's like, guess what? She doesn't have to do. Give a shit about you, man. Like what? Like, fuck off. And he, he gets all pouty and he gets all entitled. And I was like, oh, there you are. Shitty boy. I knew you were in there. Fucker. Yeah. I as soon as we I knew that that was going to be happening at some point. I didn't. Yeah. Should have known that with this show, it would happen within episodes four to five. <laughs> yes. But I mean, like, and maybe this is just the lack of forethought shown by a teenage boy. But I feel as if maybe you don't want to make shit weird in the in the weird. If you're already stuck in 10,000 B.C. Yeah. The only other person in your peer group. Yeah. Just don't make it weird, man. Yeah. Maybe just be like, you know what? If we are down here for the long haul, chances are scarcity is going to create a good situation for me. Yeah. Just like at a certain point long game. On this yeah. Thing. At a certain point, even if she's not like, oh, I've realized I'm in love with you. She's going to be like, well, you're here. And I I think that's going to fall in his favor. And I don't say that in like a creepy, but just like in a lack of resources kind of way. Yeah. I mean, her other options are at this point that we've seen, provided she's straight, which we have given no indication of beyond the fact that she is an attractive character who our yeah. main our main teen boy is interested in. Yes. 
Like, that's it. So we have to assume at this point she's straight because, well, what else does she exist for except yes. to be a reason for him to be pouty? Um, so we've got what? The heroin dealer. Yeah. Who's probably like 26, let's say. Mm-hmm. And she's probably 19. So not ideal, but you, I could see that happening. You've got the museum guy, the the, the, yeah, you're the bookish stoner. So he's not happening. Yeah, he's <laughs> probably not. You got a gay couple. You've got her dad. Mm-hmm. Now you've got um, and then you've got like a bunch of adults, adults. Yeah. You got a bunch of adults that are like are, are like red shirts or are sort of Greek chorus hanging out yeah. there. Or it, they're like Eve, their potential Eve matches. Like you have to look. Yeah. Well, yeah, she's not going to end up like her dad's here. Her dad's not going to let her get near any man who's got a 401k. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So this isn't like a situation like you're on a, a school field trip, dude. Just wait it <laughs> yeah. out. And you are in different phases of your life. You're a high school boy and she's a college or post-college girl. So also you're in a time where there's no contraception. Keep it. Yeah. Like I, that's a fine point as somebody who would normally, if stranded with anybody age appropriate, eventually be like, well, I guess this is it. Yeah. Yeah. If I were in a time without condoms or my birth control, mm. absolutely the fuck not. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a real compelling like, I'm not abstinence giving, argument. I'm not giving birth next to the remains of the Peterson Museum. I'm yeah. just not. <laughs> She's laying down a boundary, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Just know that that is where I draw the line. I will not do this. I'm not giving birth if there's a chance that there could be a giant sloth that eats the afterbirth. It's yeah. just a bad plan. It's a bad plan. And our heroes, they're in they're in the village. In they're the in village, the settlement because they're loved following. Eve saying we're intruding on their land, which was one yeah. of those great lines. Where I was like, man. That's exactly the thought I had, but it yeah. feels weird coming out of the white woman with the blonde hairs. Matt, like it's it, just—it's very fun. It's a you know, like, it felt very. It was very. Let us it was apologize liberal. in La Brea for being mm. on future stolen land. Yeah. <laughs> it. I they're they're in the settlement because Levi's beacon has yeah. pinged with something in this camp and he finds a radio that belonged to somebody. He was sent down there to like check and see if they were alive, at which point him and Eve have a moment because she's like, who is this person? Why do you know this person's here? And then he's like, well, I've been sent to look for more than just you guys like this. There are more people. And she's like, why don't you tell me? He's like, well, it's classified. And I get I get classified, but like. Also, we're intent that she is classified. Everything is classified classified information. So just fucking tell her, man. She up on Earth, everybody up on present day Earth, everybody thinks she's dead because the government wants everybody to think they're dead and gone. So I think if you are the classified information, it gives you privilege to the classified information. (laughs) And that's a fantastic point. And if she's down there, who's she telling? Huh? Like if she yeah. comes back up, chances are she's going to know a lot more than the government would ever want to release her back into the population having in her head. So like, what is she going to tell the also, fucking tribe? If he's going to bring them all back, he's you're also bringing back the classified people. You're br- you're bringing. Yeah. You're like, bringing everyone back. So there's not really, it's not like this is going to be a secret you could have kept particularly long. You were going to try and find them. How are you going to explain that one to Eve anyway? I got to go walk off 
into the middle of LA to go in 10,000 BC to go find these other lost people. That's not. Yeah. On a whim. Nobody told me to just thought thought it would be cool. I happen to in my pocket have this one photo printed photograph. (laughs) (laughs) I, I couldn't stop laughing at the, we meet a little hut of children. Oh my God. And I could not stop laughing at the featured boys hair. (laughs) Yeah. No, this is so little weird hair and like not yeah. in like, a, oh, well, they can't have haircuts. He has like a band tying back his bangs. It is so silly looking on a little boy. It feels it reminded me a lot of the way that Anakin Skywalker as a child looks just absolutely ridiculous. And yeah, like it reminded me of yeah. that a lot. Yeah, it's yeah. not not that. Yeah, it's it was a weird everything about. Everything about that little, like, the village is so wonderfully odd Yeah, in ways that I don't know that they intended it to be, but right. it is just wonderfully odd. And which yeah, is the, the wonderful the weird, odyssey the of kids, La Brea, you know, the kids just hanging out in a hut. Yeah. For no, like, there's no adults. There's no supervision. They're just sitting around the table. I, it was like they were having their own little meeting. They it were was, having a like, little conference to discuss, like the you know the merger of something and yeah, then all of a sudden the adults showed up water rations yeah and then like the 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 settlement gets wise to the invaders and when they're when it happens that like this walled off it's like a walled off containment zone that this community is in yeah and when they get alerted and the like antler the like horn starts blaring and you get all of these actors in their 10,000 BC wares, wielding primitive weapons, running out from a tree line. Mm-hmm. I was laughing so hard. Oh, it, it is was... so hilarious looking. Like, this is like such a, it's like, it feels like it's like a, it's like a silhouette of lost. Well, but it, like, that they it didn't me try of... to make anything more than a silhouette of lost. Well, that the, that moment when they all come out of the wood, when they all came out of kind of the woods and they were all in in formation, it reminded me less of Lost and more of like the Hercules Xena era of television. Yeah. Oh, from big the time. 90s. Big time. Mm-hmm. Like where you could see this all being recorded in like one park by yep. Griffith Park. Absolutely. Like at the old zoo site by Griffith Park. Mm-hmm. It had that vibe. It was just there was a real sense of organization to these people that felt less that actually felt to me less realistic than almost anything about anything else in this in their setup like it was the most it was the most it was so choreographed i was like it's yeah like watching it was like watching the red coats come come out it was like, the most staged yeah looking thing not like oh this is a part of 10,000 bc and this is what's happening it's like this looks like a historical reenactment yeah right exa- now. that's yeah that's, <laughs> like, that's the feeling this looks like a this looks like a history channel historical, historical reenactment yes. in the tale of the civil war yes where you just they like come. can see where they're all hitting their marks <laughs> yeah. and they're assembled in a perfect like in perfect rows and, and they you, look and they're just tattered enough yeah. But nobody is sincerely tattered. No, and everyone's face is very clean. Yeah. It Symmetrical was, beards. Yeah. Well, you know, we they look, we, we don't agree with their barber system there, but they very clearly do have barbers. Yes. Yes, they do. They have a look. And 
we like, of course, you know, they get separated stoner and heroin guy. They get attacked, but they free Mm -hmm. each other. And the guy, the the heroin guy wants his heroin back and more threats are made against the stoner. And then Natalie, uh, Natalie Z, uh, AKA Eve and Levi, um, are paired together. Are paired this together. actually brings up something that I did want to discuss in terms of terrible disaster children, which is that, yes, Josh is awful, but I yeah. don't think we're paying enough attention to how awful the pre-med daughter dropout is. Oh, yeah. She is really annoying. terrible. Like, she's really annoying. The 19, like, obviously, so the two of them partner off. And but to me, like, she absolutely- makes facial expressions and that sets her apart. Well, yes, that's true. From she does, her male counterpart. That is, she's doing more than 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 Josh is in that way. But like, <laughs> yeah. so the two of them partner up as the, it, when Eve and Levi are like, okay, everybody, we're going to split up. And then Eve's and they partner up and Eve's like, absolutely not. And then yeah. both of them get really pouty about it, which like, yeah, no shit. She doesn't want two children running around. This is not. No, like adults, you need an adult with you. You, yes, you do. You do in this case need an adult. (laughs) This isn't like fun hangout time. But then she proceeds to be deeply awful and like steal the food from these people. Yeah. When she steals the food, that's where I was like, I was on the fence. Let's go through this. She's now outed the heroin. Yeah. After specifically, there was the discussion of, okay, we're not going to tell anyone about the heroin. Right. She's like, it was a good thing that that heroin was there coincidentally. And everyone's yep. like, why the fuck, dude? Yeah. So she outs the heroin. She holds, every, she's holding Eve responsible for her dad's injury and is like, you know, constantly bitching about how Eve left him alone to die, even though he was fine. Yeah. <laughs> like, whatever. He just needs to have a spinal tap. It's cool. Yeah. Then she steals the food. Yes. From a people that she does not know who's homes she is in what the fuck Jordan? and and also when they get separated the the two the the youngins get mm-hmm. out and then yeah. josh is like i gotta go back to my mom she's still in there and the girl is like what no it's like i'm sorry did you not throw a gigantic fucking fit for the past two episodes about yeah. how your dad her his mom left your dad to die and you're gonna give her the bratty ass silent treatment for that like no, no. Now's the moment where he goes back for his mom. his mom. That's the way how you this wanted works. his mom to go back for your dad, you dumbass. Yeah, that is how this works. That is how survival works in these yes. situations. Not necessarily what I would recommend. I would probably be like, dude, this is a bad plan because you're going to run in to try and find your mom. And we don't know if your mom's coming out through another secret tunnel. Right. And once you get like you getting in there, do you you are absolutely not equipped to get back out. You are not equipped to go toe to toe with the, with the settled people here. Yeah. You are going to get fucking killed. And then your mom's going to have a dead son is what's going to happen. Right. But that's not the argument. This is not the argument she brings. She just brings petulance. Yes. She also, I just want to highlight one quote that I need you to help me unpack because (laughs) I'm still trying to figure out what she meant. Okay. She says, all I know is he saved my dad's life in reference to the heroin dealer guy. And right. I had to pause it because because of I'm the like, heroin. Thank you. OK, so that's I was like, because he I brought heroin. Something. And I think it's because he brought the heroin. I mean, like, that, that did not save his life. Saving, not it, at all. It was a it was an it was an anesthesia. Yeah, but. 
they could have done the spinal tap otherwise it just would have fucking hurt a lot more. if anything the nerd saved your dad's life by being the one who was and you were the one who dismissed the idea of using the heroin yeah but i can yeah. pretty much promise you that the drug dealer is not no. going to be thrilled to find out that some of his heroin has been used uh, well, no, I forget. There's another like there. They mention, and this clearly the drug dealer guy is an asshole in this. But somebody says something about like, I, I think it might be Josh. There's a line where he says something like, "Oh, what? Like trust a drug dealer? Okay, it's like fuck you, kid. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> fuck you, kid. Like what? Like there's a lot of child. reasons not to trust this guy, and it's yeah, mostly that because guy. he's proven himself to be an asshole. But it's yeah. not specifically the issue of trusting a drug dealer. It's no. And I got to say, there's a lot of stigmatization, like as much as we've called him the drug dealer and this guy is getting a lot of stigmatization from people who should not be doing it. Like, say, the dude who's addicted to marijuana. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that the whole time he's like, ah, you're a drug dealer, though. And it's like, yeah, how did you get your weed before it was legalized in Los Angeles, man? We all had a guy. You do drugs. You have done drugs. Yes. If anything, you should understand the damage that the war on drugs has done to society and why drug dealers as a stigma exist. Yeah. But no, no, no. It's just and it, so it, it's kind of like we're invading their land. It's like, oh, yeah. we're 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 close. Yeah, we're close, we're so but we're close. not quite there. Yeah, it's 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 those ones. There's a there's a Twitter account called like uh, conservatives like cell phones or something. And it's basically like <laughs> yeah. conservatives when they're like so close to getting the point, but they don't realize it. And they're like, yep. well, if, if insulin should be free, then why isn't all healthcare free? And yeah, it's like, well, yeah, <laughs> that's what we're saying. There you go. Yeah, you exactly. got it. And so that's how I feel whenever they're talking about the drug dealer guys. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, you are so close. But it, the the problem is that he is also a complete prick. Yeah. So it doesn't help. So a thing that I think that's happening a lot in five and six is yeah. we're getting a lot of, like you said, breadcrumbs for there are so many. There are so many reasons for the for the nerdy stoner to say this doesn't make any sense. This shouldn't be here. Right. Like when it, when he's talking about the Tongva people, but it turns out because he's like, Europeans won't, won't settle this for XX hundreds of years. This should be the Tongva people. And then they find a bunch of white settlers and he's like, this isn't right. And then at a, like, I think it's in six, a crate of fucking gold bars from the civil war is unearthed. And he's like, wait, this isn't right. Like they keeps happening Mm -hmm. now that like our characters have been there long enough. It, it's been it's been f- the longest five days imaginable. We are really yeah. going like a day per episode. Yeah. And it's almost and they are they are. not. I mean, think about what they have done uh, in this time. Think about how many things Eve has run from in, this in time. lost. I think they were still just fucking sitting on the beach in episode five. Oh, coping. yeah. Just coping. <laughs> yeah, I think like there was an episode where they tried to find water at this point. <laughs> yeah. But that's- I love there is a moment where doctor, I think it's in episode six yeah. where someone's getting heated about something and he's like, calm down, take a walk, get a drink and just go relax. It's like, get a drink. Yeah. <laughs> like at the water station. Like I personally love that we have done nothing we've spent no time and it's not Mm -hmm. indicating that we will spend any time on the survival essentials. No, like this show is, I I hope it's never going to be about, I hope it's never going to be about like, fuck, we're running out of water. 
like, oh my God, we're out of, we're out of tortilla chips. Like, I hope every once in a while, someone says something about like, oh, someone needs to go hunting. And that's the last we hear of it. And then because somebody said it, we assume it happened successfully and everybody's being fed. I hope we are never, we've got too much to deal with. I don't ever want to hear about potable water. I want there to constantly be a more extravagant threat than the basics of survival that is constantly distracting us from the day-to-day necessities. I mean, that seems pretty promising, to be honest. At this point, like we've solved the food issue in one of the last episodes because Eve found the chicken of the woods mushrooms. They're living off mushrooms. They're living off of mushrooms. Off of hen of the woods. No, they're chicken of the woods. So chicken of the woods is different. And chicken of the woods, actually, if you eat it raw, there's a very good chance you will get poisoned. You have to cook it. People will so have gastrointestinal. Takes, doesn't she like take a bite yeah. when it comes oh, straight yeah. up that tree? She okay, goes got straight it, for it. It is a very, people have very bad reactions to uncooked chicken of the woods. Gotcha. Like there's a 50% rate. Um, but it is real. Cause I go after you, after we were talking, after I'm you shocked. Me and you were like, what is this off brand? I mean, mushroom. maybe that's why they, I mean, maybe that's why I don't ever see it because yeah. in, in most market situations, farmers, brick and mortar or otherwise, they're not like, Hey, FYI. This is poisonous. Yeah. And you must cook it. And I forfeit all liability for your choices after you walk away from the stand. Yeah. We don't generally speaking like to sell the mushrooms that have a really high success rate of people getting violently ill off of them. Yeah. That's like don't sell the puffer fish. You yeah. Know, in, in like a Ralph's. Exactly. So it would be a gamble. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, yeah. And it was. I, you know, I agree with you. I think that the the survival aspects are some of the least interesting parts of this show. It's not it's not for this show. And also we've it's seen it. So many, this I've seen it before. Yeah. I I want to see a Jeep driving to Santa. By the way, oh I will my say God. I'm so fucking pissed. I meant to start the show off by saying I'm mad at La Brea. Oh, we had the opportunity to see the first time that a Jeep has ever been driven. We got to see, we missed the chance to see baby's first carbon footprint. Yeah. <laughs> and I wanted to see some fucking woolly mammoths look up while a Jeep tears yeah. across what it will one day become Santa Monica Boulevard yeah. heading west to Santa Monica. Yeah, that would I have mean, been, I, I mean, we, we have seen, we have seen the giant sloths. So it's like, just give us a little like, animals chewing grass mm-hmm. looking up and being like mur, mur. yeah and there, and there goes a jeep like this is so i was thinking as i was watching this that i wanted to make a bingo card for like the the, the libre bingo card sure with like every time or or a drinking game either one <laughs> eve tells someone to run as she does in this episode as yeah. she does in every episode i mm-hmm. can't wait to start making gifs of eve just saying run <laughs> Someone expressing disbelief at something that at this point they should completely believe is possible. A dangerous trip to somewhere followed by a very subsequently easy trip return trip home. Oh, my God. They once as soon as the job's done, they're they're back home. I know. Keep in mind, like the walk to get there. One of the the shitty teen girl almost dies by boa (laughs) constrictor in the water. Yeah. But on the walk home. They just show up suddenly. It was I amazing. Levi's like impeccable date night clothing. He just ended up in. Oh yeah, Levi. Levi is that what he did? He packed with that with his Levi fucking flight wore suit it under his flight suit. He was like, "I'm gonna wear a look." If you're gonna see a woman that you love, that you you know, it's true, is estranged from her husband and stuck yeah. in 10,000 BC, yeah, you're gonna bring your nice jacket. Yeah, 
He's looking squared away. Yeah. He's looking, he's looking handsome. He also brought his, his, his putty for his hair. So yes. Uh huh. So, okay. The other two things, human firsts in 10,000 BC. Yeah. Like take a drink every time a new animal or, or put on your bingo card that a new animal has been shot for the first time ever in history. But also like when the the Python gets shot to death in the last episode, my God. Yeah. Levi just shooting things in the brush. Great. Uh But then in particular, the fact that this was the first time anyone will ever drive has ever driven a Jeep in Los Angeles. Yeah. And we missed it. And I'm and so it, bummed about that. I love when when nerdy center guys like, oh, it should just be uh, wetlands mm-hmm. all the way out to the beach. So get out there. Yeah. And <laughs> overgrowth doesn't stop. Them. No, nothing, nothing gets in their way. It is. It's just like shooting through L.A. with no traffic, man. Yeah. No, they have no problems. There is not. I was expecting this to be a whole other episode was getting to the beach and back. Yeah. Because that's a fucking I mean, if you're in L.A., that's a journey without that's, with, when that's you don't have nine, traffic. eight, nine miles to get because yeah. they're basically standing exactly where I am right now. That mm-hmm. is like an eight, nine mile drive out there. Yeah. And with an utterly untamed, untouched wilderness, it would be a fucking shit show yeah like it what? is not yeah this is not an easy drive <laughs> a tire does not get stuck on yeah. the way out to santa monica i also love it when we find out that there is someone out there like levi's like on the radio he's got this radio yeah. still active and he's like trying to get somebody but you know levi so and so with the air force and then he finally gets a response and it's a woman who had come through the mojave sinkhole as we find out and she's like i'm out in santa monica <laughs> Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I knew that they she was start... in Santa Monica because like, I have a tough time figuring out where Santa Monica ends, Venice begins, where Venice ends and then Redondo Beach begins. Like, I hope they start talking. I hope yeah. they start talking about their location where they're camped out is like, we're on Fairfax. Like, we're, <laughs> we're a miracle mile. Like, please just start calling Using it the LA. neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah, I've been I've been slowly trying to build this map in my head of like where everything is and like where yeah. was the ring located? And I'm obsessed with the fact that they just really are fully using all of the L.A. terms and that and that yet again, the Peterson Auto Museum. Mm-hmm. So like one thing <laughs> made it through Peterson <laughs> and the corner of it, not yeah. the whole fucking thing. I want to know where the corner is. of it. Where are the God? Where are where are the lights? Where are the lights? That was exactly what I was gonna say. Where are the light posts? Where are the goddamn lights? Where where's the giant gold corner wall mm-hmm. from the Academy Museum? Where it's all where on that the same fucking intersection. Where did that boulder fall to? Yeah, you know the big granite boulder. boulder. Yeah. yeah, I want to know from, what that back what that from crushed. whence it came. Mm-hmm. I think a fun thing we start learning in these episodes is that. They they learn that they can they figure out like, oh, we can communicate with the with the with the 10,000 BCers. And so like at one point there's, you know, Ma, dad and Izzy learn that like, you know, the security, the government officials who they've partnered up with the women who are like clearly both queer. But turns out one of them is actually a lesbian. Is that like the head of DHS? Is that who she yeah, is? Yeah, that's it's her. Um, she, it turns out the woman in Santa Monica, 10,000 BC, Santa Monica is her fiance. And 
boy, that ends tough. Yeah. And it's like, go down, get my fiance, bring her back. It's like, she made it three years. Oops. Sorry. We came down to rescue you. And she died. She died like, immediately ooh, because ooh. we are really bad at our job because we came yeah. because we fucking showed up. Yeah. But like up, up top, uh, Izzy and dad find out like that there's an archaeological dig site mm-hmm. where they have found Levi's old plate. Like they have found the old La Brea settlement. No, so, w- well, what's cool with it is first they find the settlement and they yeah. get the letter because the, the sequence yeah, of the letter is, is cool. actually really, that the sequence was of events really is neat. Cool. I do want to call out that the way we get to this mm. is when um, the, when DHS lady is like, there's something I need to show you. It'll explain everything. And then she takes a helicopter from, I would assume like Lancaster. (laughs) She makes them take a helicopter back to LA Mm -hmm. where they are at. If they have found a dig site Uh and then shows the letter. And I'm like, I feel like that could have been an email. Yeah. (laughs) Especially because what, because the whole thing is he's like potentially going to go down and take the plane. And then they can't, there's a problem with, getting they're going to shut down all of the um like air traffic control or whatever so we can get in undetected right because remember there's a super plane in the yes. horse barn with the former government official and she's like we're going in exactly and so that she, they, they so- need to be convinced because he's like i got to go down and get your mom and Izzy's like, if you go, I have no parents. And well, so no, they're like first back she, and forth. At first she was like on board with it though. Yeah. She yeah. was at first she was like, either you go get mom or that's it. Like that's like if they're yeah. alive, you have to go get them. And if you don't like you can't just we can't just leave them there. Yeah. I'll be fine if you guys don't come back. Yeah. But right, you're right. I forgot. Yeah, she did have that moment before she then flipped and was like, but so the whole thing was that they needed to go that night. Even yes. though they hadn't cleared, even though they hadn't been able to get rid of the um, to to take over the the flights or whatever, I because don't, crucial crucial detail, the hole, the, the hole aurora is borealis closing. hole is closing. Yep, we this that is a limited time engagement. So the hole is closing, and we learn that the hole. We get confirmation that the hole is closing when they do finally get to the dig site, and Eve has sent a letter from the past, which was. Yes. Like when they figure out how to play with the past, yeah. it's so fucking smart and cool. It's I'm cool. like, yeah, I love this. I've been for this. And then that's when then they're like, we found something in the tunnels. And when they had previously gone through something and mm-hmm. there hadn't been anything, then they find Levi's plane. And that yes. was also a cool because that was that that changed. Yeah, they are, that we can we we we've seen that we don't that we're playing by Back to the Future rules. Where we yeah, they are actively changing the future. But with their decisions in 10,000 BC, at least Mm -hmm. by like what they're leaving behind and they find Levi's plane and it's like gone down and they're Mm -hmm. like, fuck, there was a crash because what Levi's trying to do in BC is he finds the woman in Santa Monica. Well, she's from the Mojave trip. Their plane crashed onto the beach in Santa Monica. And she's like, I think I have the part that can fix your plane. And she's like, how's my fiance uh did she leave me is she you know basically she's like Mm -hmm. implying is she with another woman we know she's not we know her fiance the dhs lady wants her back 
but they all go back to the plane together and like, we're going to fix this thing and we're going to start flying people out. So like, we're going to draw straws. We're going to pick the first ship of people. Judging by how quickly this thing is closing, it looks like we have 24 hours. We got to start ferrying people out of here. Well, Levi and the engineer lady think that they've got this lick. They're going to start taking passengers. And they realize in up top present day, dad's like, this plane crashes like we he's probably going to take off any second. We need to stop them from taking off. So they just send a surely tens of millions of dollars government drone into the Aurora Borealis with a video, with a video chat, with With a a little iPhone. It was so cute. Again, first iPhone in 10,000 BC. First iPhone in 10,000 BC. This drone crashes. Oh, that's not true. They other others had it. I take. Oh, that's true. Yeah. First. I don't know. First. First cameo, first cameo in 10,000 yeah, okay. BC. Okay, first cameo in 10,000 BC. Okay. And so they like, there's a, there's like a little door on the yeah. drone and it just says like open. <laughs> and so they open the door and the video message is husband being like, Eve, you got to stop that plane from taking off. We found the wreckage. People are going to die, but I have my own super plane. So I'm going to come get you. Trust me. Do not let those people leave. And that sets into motion the events where we completely fucking ruin the other super plane. And also, I think it was kind of fucked up that they killed the fiance. It was unnecessary to like they do a barrier gaze moment there. They like exact. I was like, don't kill the lesbian. Yeah, they killed the lesbian. And it's like, dude, why do you introduce her and be like, my fiance is waiting for me and I just want to get back to her to kill her in the same episode? Yeah, like that was that was fucked up. Like, I get we're moving at the speed of La Brea here, but that was, (laughs) nah, you could have killed a red shirt. Like, it was still, and I I do love the, like, guns are bad moment because um, Eve and bitch cop have decided, like, she believes Eve. And they're like, we've got to stop this plane from taking off because both in the drawing of straws, both of their sons have pulled lots to get on that first convoy out. So Josh and the drug dealer and then, like, a couple of red shirts. Yeah, and- but Eve and Lady Cop are like, nah, we got to stop this. They go to the plane and they're like, we're not letting you take off. We're not letting you do this. Stop. And then Lady Cop, who in a completely predictable move, like Eve, how did you think this wasn't going to happen? She pulls a gun because, of course, they're like, nope, we got to try. Like we 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 found the thing that would have crashed the plane. It was great. We got that message. So now it's foolproof. And now we can, like, get people out of there. Well, yeah, Lady Cop pulls a goddamn gun and she's yep. like, stop. And then you're, you start getting the sense that the, the fiance, that the lesbian engineer is like, she's squirrely. She's been like, I've been over here for a thousand days, more than a thousand days. I need to get the fuck out of here now. And it's like, that makes sense. I get why you're kind of wigging out at the moment. So she, of course, when they all start walking to the Jeep together, you're like, this isn't going to go well. This isn't going to. And then engineer lady, because she is also in the military, she pulls out her gun. And then we have a fucking standoff. Yep. Then we have a fucking standoff with guns with in 10,000 BC. And it's like, wow, good thing we've got these guns because Angela, is that is Angela her name or did I just make that up? <laughs> Lesbian engineer fires a shot at yeah. the lady cop and totally fucking misses her. I mean, like the level like, of are precision you a trained on that? gun user or not? What is this? Misses her by a mile and shoots the plane instead. Yep. And then in she's being fired upon. Lady cop shoots back. 
shoots lesbian engineer in the stomach. She goes down and they get her back to the doctor, but he's doing chest compression, trying to break. Uh-oh, she's dead. Yeah. So here's your lesbian. Now we're going to kill her. And also we're going to render this plane inoperative. But then back in the present day, the site where Levi's plane went down, that plane's no longer there. So they did change the course of history. again. Yes. Course of the future. Course of the past, which then changed the future. And it's wow. Yeah. (laughs) Which I the that was, I think, one of the like, yes, I, I was deeply bummed that this woman. Yeah. Died partly because she's been through a lot. She's been through a lot. And I she could have brought something new to the 10,000 world in sense of like she knows the rules. Her expertise. Yeah, she could have given us so much and it would have been fun to watch her be like, no, I've been through this. Like, you can't mess with those people. Yeah, it would have been cool to have that. And then, yeah, you still kill her. But like, I'm just saying if if military dad, there's so many military people in the show. I just realized, geez. Yeah. If military dad can survive falling off of a cliff while being chased by a saber-toothed tiger and yeah. then doesn't and then goes through a heroin induced sleep while having <laughs> yeah. an amateur spinal tap i just don't see why sh- this woman couldn't have survived her gunshot to the stomach yeah that seemed real selective yeah guys just give her heroin i mean yeah. it saved excuse me, l- the heroin saved yeah. his life it as saved the, it saved the service member uh mm-hmm service member doctor's life. Yeah. And my another another like little little thread we pull at in in these episodes, mm-hmm. my my favorite subplot, the uh potentially but probably not now incest cult. Oh my god. The girl who previously was uh we were told she doesn't speak by Victoria, the like creepy curly-haired woman who looks after her. Well, she's speaking now and she's like, "Well, now that I'm talking, I'm going to talk a lot." And she talks to our like handsome British therapist guy and it comes out eventually. Um, actually, I was kidnapped from my parents by that guy who was my quote unquote dad here who's now dead. And he would keep me and Victoria in the same room together at night. And she was the only person I had to talk to. So there is like there's either like I, I still think cult. I, I was still not prepared cult. for human trafficking, human, I, I, human trafficking. What do we think? Like, do we think religious cults? Do no. we think like sister wives? Like, what do we what I do we think, think? So here, like every time you kept saying sister wives and religious cult, and I was like, yeah, it's going to be something like not that heavy because this is an absurd show about people traveling through a fucking sinkhole to 10,000 BC. Yes. And then a giant sloth eats their food. And I just feel like human trafficking (laughs) is a little heavy for a show that otherwise has a man shooting a boa constrictor underwater. Well, and because it's, and so it seems to, it seems to reinforce to us again that whatever the dad, not dad, kidnapper, whatever their kidnapper believed, whatever his cult beliefs were, they aligned with the tribe of the red hand because she, when she was like, I have to bury right. my dad. She took him to and like a ceremonial the, place yeah. for that tribe. Like it looked very clearly ritualistic. And then, and it had the hand handprint made out of rocks. Yes. And then, so then when she gets exposed by the little girl, she's like, Oh God. And just runs, just runs into the forest. And listen, I don't think it was a smart, they're like, we have to go get Victoria. Like she's no. not going to be safe out there. It's like, Fuck Victoria. Uh, like, Victoria ran. 
Victoria is at least complicit in well, child, Vic, no, child hold on. abduction. We do find out that Victoria was also abducted. Yes, Victoria was so, also abducted. I can't. I Victoria can't, ran. Yeah, I mean, like I as sad as it is that she is very clearly also a victim. Yes. Um, I kind of feel like no matter what your status is, I just wedged my foot between the coffee table and the floor by accident. Um, no matter what your your status is, victim or not, if you run into the woods in 10,000 BCE, I'm sorry. That's it. You're and, I'm not I'm not we're going on after a, you. And we're in a time crunch yeah. for, for like evacuing, evacuating. That's right. Out of because here. Yeah. Everyone's trying it, to like, everyone is mm-mm. planning on going on this thing. And then instead, British, the British psychologist is like, no, I'm going to go find her. I'm going to go find her. And when he yeah. finds her, she is back at the same site where she buried yeah. her kidnapper. And she's like, my dad took care of me, this, that, the other. And then he's like, well, he's the doctor guy's like, well, he did. He he also kidnapped you and your life can start now because he's dead. And she's like, mm, that's a great point. I just need to say goodbye. And as soon as he turns around, she fucking clobbers him with a rock and knocks yeah. him out. So he's incapacitated near some ritual site connected with the red hand people. So she seems whatever they are, seems connected to the red hand. I agree. I just wish that so they, they get sucked the into the human- sinkhole or did they just they fucking tr- jump? Yeah. Or did they like know it was going to be there at that time? Right. Right. Yeah. I just mm-hmm. and like my only thing is I just wish it would take the human trafficking aspect out of it. Because right. It's a lot of the fun out of being like, what is this weird conspiracy with this cult? And then being like, but also he abducted a child. Well, OK, so here this connects to the very end of episode mm-hmm. six, because it's like they seem to this girl seems to have some idea of what they've found and she's yeah. not sharing and she's fully indoctrinated into whatever the fuck her kidnapper had her looped into yeah and then at the in a crazy sequence at the end of episode six dad has the plane and he's got (laughs) the woman who kept it secret in her horse barn and they she's wearing her puffer jacket and they're gonna go down into the sinkhole together and they're gonna fucking rescue some people or something because that thing's gonna close Mm -hmm. and she's like i lost people in there it's my responsibility then i gotta go they're going down and I love I love their plan they because when they go back to LA they get abducted basically like they get they yeah. get black bagged by the government officials running the site and they're like what do you think you're doing and the DHS lady had to like fake give them up in order to create a diversion she's like I told them where your plane is except I lied and said it was in Oregon at this one facility so she sent the other government official guy, like government bad guy, she sent his people on a goose chase to someplace in Oregon where the plane wasn't. Meanwhile, they she helps spring dad Izzy and mysterious lady with the puffer jacket and the horse barn. They go back to her horse barn, barn place and they're like, we're going to get the plane. They're busy right now and we're going to fly it into the sinkhole. And it's like, guys. Did you think that meant they weren't going to notice when the plane approached the sinkhole? Like, I appreciate that you sent a bunch of field agents to Oregon. Yeah. But guess what? You were still flying a super plane into the sinkhole. They are not not going to notice that plan, except for maybe getting them free of the facility near the sinkhole in Los Angeles, seemed to serve no purpose whatsoever. In their defense, DHS was not able to successfully trail the helicopter back to the barn. No. Which held a secret plane. 
which held so, a secret plane. I feel like in those circumstances, you would kind of look at it and be like, well, they haven't figured it out this far. <laughs> yeah. Let's see if we can get the secret plane going. And as we know, minimal security on the ground at all times mm-hmm. in everywhere concerning this very classified sinkhole. So dad and secretive puffer jacket lady are up in the su- super plane. They're about to go through it. And guess what? They're discovered. Because they still get close to the fucking sinkhole being monitored by, like, the entire United States military or something. And bad government guy is like, you have, you have, this is your last warning. I'm shooting you down. There are F-15s trailing you right now. And at first, they're like, we've got to go. We're going to do this. Dad's like, I'm doing it. I'm getting down there. Puffer jacket lady's like, yeah, fuck it. Let's go. And because she's the one who's like, we got to go down. Like, she has been driving this forward. Mm -hmm. And then they get, like, one more warning about the F-15s. And she's like, well, we tried. <laughs> and just fully is like, well, I, I thought I could do it. Uh, I thought it would work out better than last time. Turns out not. So I'm out and just gets up and starts walking. And I was like, she's not going to jump out of this. Board. Yeah. Yeah. She's not jumping. She just calmly as though they are not in flight, opens the door of the super plane puts a parachute on and she's like, my destiny is down there and yours is up here. And it's like, what the fuck are we talking about? And she's like, so basically telling him like, don't go, don't, don't crash. Don't get shot down. I think she, is she going to parachute into the hole? No, I, I think Jordan that one of them is in a time loop. Because she says to him, yeah, I thought it would work this time. Uh huh. I I think it would work this time. And she tells him what's been happening to you has been happening for a reason. And then says it. I I lost it. She's like, go a perfect. Yeah. A perfect bad TV line. Go back to the beginning, Gavin. And then says like. November 1988. 1988. Remember that. Yeah. She's basically like, remember to think of November 1988. It's very specific. And then she just jumps out of the plane. Mm -hmm. She jumps out of the plane. Guy on the ground. Did she put a parachute on? Because I didn't notice that. And I was like, oh, maybe she's stuck in the time loop. And so she's just like, I'm getting on a parachute and was I thought that's why I thought she was going into the hole. Like, well, I'll just go through the hole. And then I am gonna like just drift. I'll just drift down into the before times. So, but then, so he does. And meanwhile, Zira Gorecki is he gets on the plane and gets on the the intercom and is like, dad, don't do it. Like, they're definitely going to shoot you down. Please do not do this. So he reluctantly agrees to back out of the plan. But this brings me to Veronica, the curly hair girl, to Veronica, the curly hair girl, because when she jumps out of the plane, Mm-hmm. When Puffer Jacket Lady jumps out of the plane, mm-hmm. she says to him, because he's like, the hole's going to close. Like, I can't, like, I have to help them. And she's like, she says, there's another way in. Oh, there's another way in. Okay. Like, don't worry. This isn't your last shot. There's another way. Yeah. Yeah, you're so right. Does that mean, did, did the not incest incest cult get there the other way? Yeah. Like, or did they, like you said, they, if they're tuned into the, fucking prophecy or whatever they could have just known stand here at this moment in time and just give way like just pray and then hope you land on your feet on the other side or did they come in through a back door yeah and like join the camp and be like oh no what's going on because clearly this girl knew exactly where to go she knew exactly where to go the first time to bury the body she knew to go 
when she was like, I got to go mourn him actually jokes on you. I'm going to attack you. And I don't know, help you go like take you as a prisoner in here. So like, did they come through the hole or did they go in whatever other fucking rift exists? Oh, like you said, breadcrumbs. So many who fucking knows. So we have like cult compound. We have a uh, settler compound, not the Tongva. We have civil war gold. Yeah. We have alternate way into 10,000 BC. We have a hole that opens and closes intermittently. Um, It's been the Mojave desert. It's for some reason, in just in Angeles. the state of California, apparently <laughs> state of yeah. state of California. Um, And it seems to stay open for five nights. Yes. It stays over five nights and it closes again. Um, We have, possible time loop we have woman just saying saying to gavin my destiny is down there yours is here go back to the beginning so we have whatever the beginning is in mm-hmm. 1988 we are in episode six i know <laughs> we're in episode six and we still have so much just hanging out there just waiting to be this isn't even dealing with the fact that like you said so we've got just a, on its own just with the the questions about the where we are. Yeah. And then on top of that, we have why does this dude have heroin? Well, he well, he knows what is the secret of the man of the British psychologist who had who was going to kill himself. Yeah. Yeah. How does Eve's hair stay perfect? How? And like, I absolutely love when because when Eve writes the letter to Mm -hmm. Izzy and, and husband, Izzy and Gavin, it's they they it was found in a bottle and it was in pieces and they reconstruct it and they put it in like these glass plates. It's a great moment. And it's like, dear Izzy and Gavin. And she says, like, we've been here for five nights. And it's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Because you all are acting like it has been five years. Like you you treat each other like you've known each other for five mm-hmm. years. You have established rivalries already. You you have fully figured out how to sustain yourselves with food and water. Like it is. We've been here for five. They they have Jordan. That the means that her son was mauled by wolves four days ago. Four days ago, and then guy was spinal tapped like three days ago. Yeah, yeah. Python was shot like two days ago. This is amazing. <laughs> it is. It, it and then and then like and on the fifth day they discovered settlers. Like <laughs> it is so crazy. Like it's almost like. It is moving so quickly. I I don't even think they would have had time to have actually got to a point of making critical decisions. I I feel like they would just still be like processing. And I I also love that people are still willing to say in the show, people in the in the BC timeline, especially that's crazy. I'm so glad you brought that up. What are you talking? That's insane. It's like, do we go back? Would you like a refresher course and how you fell through the big lightning light in the sky and put you in 10,000 BC? The guy because the, we've reframed impossible. The curly haired guy who I oh think was also God. the guy with the baby Ruth candy bar. He is just yeah, he's he just will not. The troll. He's when when Eve is like the plane is going to crash. They found the plane in the future. We can't take the plane. And he's like, how do they know that hasn't even happened yet? And I'm like, there's an entire field, sir, called archaeology. <laughs> yes. Where you are in the past. Mm-hmm. And then the things that you do now mm-hmm. are found in the future. I fucking love it so much. I love every time someone says, yeah, that someone expresses complete disbelief at the idea that these things can be happening. Like, yeah, it's like, are you still telling yourself, sir, that it's just a dream and you're going to wake up in your bed any moment? Because you saw a sloth that was two stories high. Yeah. 24 hours ago. 
also, you're not the main character in your dream. And I feel like you yeah. should really consider whether or not that means you're having a dream. Yeah. yeah. Like and how weird that is for you. Yeah. No, if you're not the one going off and having these adventures in your own dream. Yeah. Then I'm sorry, but you're not living a dream. You're just roadkill in, in somebody else's storyline. I also I was because there's Josh gets pulled to go on the on the first transport out before it gets mm-hmm. downed by being shot. And I found it. I thought it was fascinating how he's like, I'm getting on that plane. And his mom's like, no, you're not. You're going to die. And he's like, I'm doing it. Yeah. And then like she doesn't do anything dramatic to like like she tries to ground it for everyone. But there's no like, I'm your fucking mom and I will beat you unconscious to keep you from getting up. Like she yeah. just like grimaces and is like, oh, it's like. I think I think you would do more right now, Eve. Like you again, yeah. she does take steps, but the way she lets her like 16 year old son. Yeah, be she like, could I'm say, getting on that plane is like, are you fuck you? No, she could say to cop mom, like, hey, give me your handcuffs for a second. I know yeah. you're going to misuse all of your other authority tools. So like, <laughs> yes. give me the handcuffs. I need those. Yeah, yeah. The fact that but also the fact that the whole time his actions were motivated by his general like teen disdain for his dad and when yeah. the hole closes oh, and man. he says I told you dad wasn't gonna come like dad missed picking him up from soccer practice yeah it like it uh, like because yeah. she's like your dad like said in the message he's gonna come for us he's gonna come for us do not yeah. get on that plane with Levi everybody on it's gonna die and he's like dad's never gonna come through like he's like yeah and your dad's a no-count bastard but at the same time you're thinking you you haven't ruled out that maybe some institutional hurdle might have stopped him on the way down, stealing a government plane, even if you don't know that, taking any government plane through a mysterious fucking rift through space and time. Maybe something fucking happened, but just like, no, I told she's, you know, you have to remember the man your dad was before the incident. He's like, that man doesn't exist anymore. It's like, this is a real weird weird time to throw a goddamn tantrum. Yeah, real weird time. Okay, we've seen that Levi with all of the backing of the government Still crashed his plane. Yes. As yes. far as you know, your dad doesn't have access to those resources. No. So and also of, could be dead. Yeah. Sort of parasailing. Like, <laughs> how's he getting into the hole for starters? Mm-hmm. How's he taking you out of the hole? And why did you, why have you decided that because this one hole that opened up just now closed? Well, that's it. Dad's never coming. And that's it. And it's an interesting, I was thinking about it when I was watching how it's such an interesting way to affect the projected mentality of the people on the ground because the premise of these things, when they always any mm-hmm. kind of like we went through a wormhole, like we're we're lost in space or like we're, we're on an Island. It's nobody knows nobody's coming for us. How can we ever get rescued if no one is? A, and this from day four, yeah, they know that they are on the radar of the United States government. They know that they that people know where they are. They, they got know. a message from Topside. They have yeah. they sent a drone specifically to two of them. It's really like it feels like in the Yellow Jackets situation, you have like clearly a hopelessness yeah. sets in, and you know fucking pagan rituals, cannibalism, tribalism, shit like that. And I'm not saying that stuff wouldn't happen, but I feel like the psychological effect of knowing that there was some kind of access mm-hmm. to the other world and that you had 
people sending you fucking correspondence from the other side. I have to believe that would have a dramatic effect on like the preservation of sanity yeah. among a group like that. Absolutely. You could be like, yeah, but when? Like, and even if you were delusional and it was 50 years later and you're like, well, they're going to come next week. Like you would still think that it could be possible, especially since maybe like, I don't know what Levi has told them about other time other other uh, rift communities, but like clearly this thing opens. It opens sometimes, and maybe it's going to be a while, but like it opens and it closes, right? And then there's also, I think, another breadcrumb in the in the settlement. The little kids look at Levi and Eve, and they're like, "Grandpa said you're coming to take our 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 place from us. Like, are you mm-hmm. coming to take our homes?" And it's like, how many people have they vanquished? Like how many, well, yeah, how many We've, agents have been sent down? How yeah. many times have they ensured that rescue was not an option? Because they're like, actually, we've got our thing going down here. We don't want to go back and we don't want you to fucking take it from us. Yeah, I well, so they killed the um, the fiance's co-pilot or whatever. Yeah, one of the Mojave team. Yeah. So yeah, they did like the poisony thing. He had like yeah. all the red veinsy stuff. Like the guy we saw killed in the camp, our main camp, like episode last episode or the one before, three or four. Yeah. So she. So we know that they've killed him. Mm-hmm. So I have to assume that they keep kind of that. This is just sort of whenever the rift in the sky appears, they just yeah. kind of think that people are going to come through. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And also, I would assume that like Grandpa is doing some nefarious shit in terms yeah. of like what he's telling people. Right, right. There's some there's some uh misinformation, disinformation going on with that. Um yeah, it's I'm trying to think of I want I want um I was getting annoyed that they were going to send dad and puffer jacket lady into the abyss and leave Izzy topside because I was like I don't want Izzy just fucking hanging out with her aunt and being nervous yeah. all the time. And so her dad didn't actually go down. So she's not just like left fully by herself on top. I like, I like she gets like a swagger moment in this in a completely like seemingly unnecessary at the yeah. horse barn when the government agents show up to take the super plane before it takes off. Her and DH Leslie just walk out and they're like, oh, hey guys. It's like, what was that for? Yeah. Like, and then they're like, where's the plane? What yeah. plane? And then it takes off. And they're like, oh, yeah. You mean that plane? She's like, oh, look at that. And I loved that for her. But also it was like, did you guys just serve them up to be apprehended? Yeah. By government agents that surely don't exist, quote unquote, for no apparent reason. Like you you could have sent them out a back door. But yeah. instead it was like, hey, go approach those police and just shit talk them a little bit, would you? Thanks. No, no, no. And, and also like, don't send them in a car in the opposite direction as like a decoy. No. No, they just got to taunt them. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to taunt them. That's yeah, what it just is. Just walk out there, strut your stuff a little bit. Izzy, be tall, be be graceful. DHS lady, be a powerful lesbian and uh, buy us 10 seconds. <laughs> 10 seconds. Um. So yeah, I'm glad that she's not just stranded. Like, you know, because I want Ione Sky to have more to do. Like, yeah, but I, her dad is clearly going to be more the focus than Ione Sky is. So I don't want her like relegated to story nothingness. But right. and I also want her to fight megafauna. So shall we proceed? To I did. So that was theories. A, yes, and and one of the theories I had had, which then the hole closed up, so we didn't get it. Was I was like, oh my god, what if we're in this situation 
where the mother and son get out, but the daughter and dad have gone into the hole and we're just in a constant loop of them all chasing each other's tails. I was totally imagining a situation like that, actually. I was like, oh, that's maybe that'll happen in the next 10 minutes because anything could have happened in 10 minutes on La Brea that I was so hoping for. What are some theories that you've got going? Like, where are you kind of, where's your head at at this point? I, I think before the end of the season, we're going to see people get out of the hole. Okay. I think before the end of the season, and we have like four episodes left. Can you imagine the amount of things that can happen in that amount of time? Oh my God. Cause like we're off and running now there's, we've done establishing section. So now it's just all going to be like fucking plot, 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 plot. Yeah. I, I think they, there will be some kind of successful retrieval. Okay. Or like, cause if there's quote unquote, another way, then who's going through that way. And yeah. like, is it going to become I'm so my biggest question is, is it going to become a revolving door but before the end of the season or like right in episode 10 where it's like and then season two will be now it's, you know, full in and out. And it's like, fuck, I don't know, war between yeah. the BCers and the present dayers. So I think that I, I think we will have sort of up and down okay. before the end of the season because they're moving so fast. I feel like if they didn't, it would almost be like, what are you hitting a wall now? Like, yeah, I feel like they've got to eat through the enough plot to get us to that point. And the, and the fact that you like you said that there's another way in. Uh huh. Yeah. No, I agree on that. I think Do you think we'll time travel to 1988 before this season's done. I think we're time traveling to 1988 in the next episode. <laughs> we go. I 100% think that this he is so is, possible. Yeah. No, he's going he's going there in in the next in the next episode for sure. Yeah. Um, and like then maybe. Izzy is stuck with her aunt because her dad is in another time and then her mom is in another time. I, I do think, I think that the settlers that the, or that like the handprint tribe. Yeah. I don't think, I think that they time traveled. They've clearly been established long enough to have multiple generations. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm wondering if they were from 1886 Mm. from the, from the gold bars, if that was them originally. And then Mm. they've, since established multiple multiple generations. You're right. The 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 gold the civil war or a gold bullion mm-hmm. tells us it seems that these holes have been opening for a very long time. But the other question is, how the fuck does civil war gold get to Los Angeles? And because that's a heavy ass thing to yeah, move and then bury. Because so, when I couldn't tell how far. Because the the lesbian engineer gets asked by Levi, mm-hmm. like, how'd you guys end up in L.A. if you went through the Mojave Tunnel? And she was yeah. like, well, we had the plane and then we got caught in a storm. It's like, OK, so you dropped. OK, so you dropped in. It seems like you appear where you drop through. I mean, I guess which makes but, less but, like sense we don't know me. if that's a hard and fast rule, because I thought that the plane I would have figured that the plane would have been damaged going through because we've already learned that the planes can't make it through the hole. Well, so why yeah, wouldn't the maybe, plane have been damaged? Well, maybe she, maybe it just wasn't as significantly damaged and she was able to repair it. Yeah. Like maybe it's not a given that it's destruction level. Yeah. So. I mean, the Mojave yeah. at the, the Mojave in 10,000 BC would have been very livable. It would have been a very pleasant place to live at that time. You would have had yeah. like inland seas. Mm. Um, You would have had like all of that. A lot of the Mojave and Death Valley and all that would have actually been, would have been just water not underwater but like these Uh inland seas that ran 
long span, Ooh. long distances. So it's not as if they would have needed to leave the Mojave. Right, that's for like, like, is that is that like riverbed? Is that like dried over waterbeds? It's not. It's it's dried over lake beds. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So like, and so so a lot of the a lot of the land that once you get like on that drive out to Vegas, and a lot of uh-huh. the land once you get past the Sierra Nevadas, if you go yeah. further north in California, all of that becomes where Owens Lake is up north on the way to to Mammoth. Mm-hmm. Um, that was once a very large inland Mm-mm. sea. Okay. And then uh, Mojave had, oh God, I just did this with, um, during my road trip when I did. Oh yeah. Um, but there would have been multiple, I want to say it was Pleistocene Lake Mannix, mm. I think is what it was called. It was like Lake Mannix. That might've been in Utah. I'm blanking, but I think it was Lake Mannix. And that was more out toward, if you know California at all, out toward like Barstow going east huh. for Vegas. Okay. Okay. Um, and that, so there, and there would have been a ton of wildlife. It would have been a temperate climate. So you very easily could have lived there. There, you could have absolutely lived there. Uh-huh, uh-huh, you uh-huh. wouldn't have needed to travel to Los Angeles to be like, well, it's going to be, you know, we need to get somewhere where there's like temperate. Do you think, are we in a funnel for multiverses? I am. That's kind of where my head's at. at so like, point. do you, no matter from no matter what time you drop in from. Yeah. You end up in 10,000 10, BC. So like mm-hmm. <clears throat> with that gold there. Yeah. Have, have those potential civil war era people, are they part of the red tribe settlement? I think that the, have the, they been there I think for like the, I think two they're years. the descendants of the Red Tribe settlement uh-huh. for several generations. Because it like and they're coming from. I mean, like they're in our timeline. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. And I think this is a multiverse because this I don't because obviously like we're in a the Tongva exist. Uh huh. Uh huh. In in our timeline because nerd cites them. Yes. So we're yes. not dealing with a situation where. In our time, the Tongva no longer exist. So therefore, these people could be in our time, in our time stream. So therefore, this and like when I say the Tongva exist in Los Angeles, you can still to this day go to a sacred spring that's over mm-hmm. like on I want to say it's on Barrington, just north of Santa of Wilshire. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can see so they were settled not just, oh, they were settled outside, they were in central Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. So the Tongva should be there in the 10,000 BC. Right. If they're not there in 10,000 BC at all, then I think we have to be dealing with a multiverse situation. Because two, does like with the seeming awareness of Veronica mm-hmm. and, and her cult. Yeah. Um, is, have they been, are they in open communication with the settlement, with the settler tribe? Well, we've seen because you can like, be in communication with them. Right, so. you can be. And so like, do they, or is it going to come out that there are like, you know, fucking, is there some sort of apocalypse cult in the present day timeline mm. that actually has been in the way that like Eve figured out she could leave a message in a bottle mm-hmm. for her husband? Are these people like getting messages from a Dropbox in the fucking past because oh, they know shit. the hole to dig in? to tell them when and where something's happening. Yeah. And that's how they wound up knowing that they were supposed to be at Wilshire uh-huh. for when the sinkhole opened up. Yeah. That it makes sense. Seem, Cause it seems like if you were just like, all right, I'm always going to bury something right here. Yeah. Well, then you would know to go dig that shit up. Yeah. Like Eve could keep sending one way messages to her husband to let her know like, okay, here's what's going on down here. 
Yeah, no, as long as you've got paper, you're good mm-hmm. to go. And in fact, you don't even need to keep, ha- you, she could theoretically keep erasing and then rewriting it. Yeah, yeah. Because technically speaking, he's already read the message. It's not he's like he's going to- already gonna... read the message. So she can just keep using that same page of paper. Now, in my head, I'm like scientist, you know, nerd docent or whatever, stoner guy, you should be taking very careful documentation of literally everything you're encountering. And you are yeah. not because you're- stop thinking- getting high. Yeah, stop getting high and start documenting some flora and fucking fauna, man. This show has opened up like, I mean, whether rightly or wrongly, has laid down like 18 possible season twos. I'm so in the span of six episodes. No, there might be shows that are better, but there are no shows that are more, I would say, plot ambitious. No, it is doing the most. And I'm so thrilled about it. I like it. I love that they're just going into it. I I mean, going into everything. They're just, they are leaning into the skid and I appreciate it. That is exactly what they're doing. Yeah. So what does that, what does that bring us to? What, what so Jordan, uh, we we're, I think we're, we're wrapped up for the episodes. Okay. Which means that we get to talk about what's coming up next week, which is super exciting. Yeah. We've got, we've got a Piranha 3D. Yeah. With Alex Steed from the You Are Good podcast, a feelings podcast about movies. And Piranha, what a lineup. Uh, It is directed by Alexandra Aja. It is written by Sorority Rose scribe Josh Stolberg. This is this is Ots from Concentrate, you guys. It is. It's it's got an all star cast of CW actors. Yeah. A baby Adam Scott. It's. It was so much, I will say in advance, it was so much more than I thought it was going to be. Uh, come for come for the nipples. Stay yeah. for the, the surprisingly entertaining movie. And if you like uh, practical effects gore, you're, you found a sweet spot. And if you don't like practical effects gore like I don't, <laughs> yeah. the good news is you can push through it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Piranha coming up on deck. Yeah, so that is currently available on, uh, was it Stars? Stars. Stars. It is streamable mm-hmm. on Stars if you have that. Yeah. So that's what we got coming up. But Jordan, in the meantime, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jorcru, J O R C R U. You can find my new podcast with the Maximum Fun Network, uh, the Feeling Scene Pod. Um, all over the places where you find podcasts. And let's let's make it a hit, Disaster Divas. I am pleading with you to to help me because all it takes is time and a little bit of attention and we can do this. Um, and then check out back episodes of the Odds Terion podcast and the whole movie podcast where I'm always talking and we're always having fun. All right. It's all you can listen to so many things. With so many hours. Mm-hmm. And if you want to if you want to hear any feedback about the show Yellow Jackets, just truly come to my Twitter. We are the party is not stopping. The Yellow Jackets no, party is not it's stopping. All, it's all Yellow Jackets all the time, man. Yep, yep. And Jason, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me at Jason Halftones, uh, anywhere you look for people. And uh, at thatmightbecool.com. Excellent. And I'm Amanda Smith says on Twitter. Um, and you can find me here. And then, of course, we're disaster underscore pod on Twitter. We're disastergirlspod at gmail.com. We're Disaster Girls on Letterboxd if you want to see all of the movies that we were mm-hmm. considering doing or if you want to go back and be like, what what movie did they cover previously? We got all of those <laughs> lists. So many lists. Um, and then, guys, give us a five-star rating and review. That helps us tremendously. Do it. 
do it. As we head into the holiday season, the gift we want from you yes. is a rating, a five-star rating and review, please. And the gift we give to you is hours upon hours of us entertaining you. So many hours. Hours and hours, yeah. You guys, when you inevitably get stuck at the airport trying to travel home, just ha- think about how many hours of entertainment we're giving you because you've yeah. downloaded, because I know you're loyal, you've downloaded all the episodes you haven't listened to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and just take a second to rate and review us. Please do. And uh, other than that, guys, we'll be back next week for Piranha 3D with Alex Piranha Steed. 3D. Yes. Mm-hmm. Boobs and Jerry O'Connell. <laughs> Bye. That might be cool.com. You never know. <laughs>